Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, May 12th. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We hope you all had a wonderful uh, Mother's Day. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight, um, and we just appreciate your continued support over these past 10 years. So, again, we say thank you. Um, if you have a question or a comment for tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 914- We have a wonderful guest on tonight. We reconnected with her, um, I believe it was, maybe it was two weekends ago, at PMAC here in Atlanta, Ms. Natalie Spencer. She's going to bless us with her presence over the phone tonight. But before we speak with Natalie, we just want to um, uh, let you guys hear from uh, one of our sponsors. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 818- 691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right, we are back. And um, I just want to bring my sister in on the line, Denise, to see what she has for us today. Denise, Good evening, everyone. I do. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Just have a a little bit of news uh, tonight. Uh, we want to send our condolences out to the family and friends of legendary hairstylist Kenneth Walker, uh, who passed away last Sunday. And if you don't know who Kenneth Walker is, um, he was affectionately known as Mr. Ken. In the industry, we called him Mr. Ken. But he, uh, oh, my God, he's been in the business 
for forever. Uh, he was just recently here, department head for If Beale Street Could Talk, um, department head for King's um, Message from the King. He was here, department head, loving. Um, Oh my God, he was Andre Benjamin's hairstylist in you know the Jimi Hendrix movie All All Is uh, By My Side. Hit the floor, department head hairstylist. Um, the list goes on and on and on. House of Lies, Medea's Big Happy Family, uh, for Colored Girls, um, the cover up, uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, um, you name it. The Great Debaters, Amer- American Gangster. He department headed all of those shows. So he will be truly, truly uh, missed. But we just want to send our condolences out to his family and um, to his friends and to his fellow um, 706 um, brothers and sisters in the union. And then also just a quick reminder, uh, Janice and I will be traveling to um, London this week, so we will not have a show on next Sunday. Um, We will be attending uh, IMATS in London, but we'll also be teaching on that Saturday. The show is from, uh, actually the show starts on Friday night for a pro card event. So if you're a pro card holder, you can attend that event. That's May 17th, it's from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then on Saturday, the show is open to uh, the public on May 18th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then again on Sunday, May 19th, the show is open at 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., but we will be speaking on Saturday, May 18th from 3.45 to 4.45 p.m. in the um, Apex Room. This class is sponsored by Makeup Artist Magazine, and the title of our class is called Skin of Color. This class takes a look at skin and how it affects a makeup application. We will discuss various products, skin types and textures, and skin conditions of people of color. Uh, We will use skincare and makeup products to demonstrate how and when to layer and mix products for the perfect makeup application. So if you're in uh, in London and you're attending IMATS, be sure to stop by our class Skin of Color on Saturday, May 18th from 345 to 445. All right. Again, that's Saturday the 18th, 345, and that's the Apex Room, correct? Correct. And that's yeah, at the, the that's on the, sec, that's the second floor of the Olympia Center. It's held at the Olympia Center in Kensington, um, in London. So that's the second floor of the Olympia Center. Yes. All right. That's going to be a lot of fun. Excited about that. Um, but I'm also excited about tonight's show. So we have hairstylist, makeup artist, and educator, Ms. Natalie Spencer on the line with us, and I'm going to bring her in right now. Let's see. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Hi. Thank you for having me, Janice and Denise. How are you guys? Absolutely. We're good. Great. We're good. Are you guys mothers? No, I was going to say happy Mother's Day. (laughs) <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Hope you had a great day today. Oh, yes, I did. I um, just really wanted to binge watch, binge a little TV game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a luxury, that's a luxury nowadays, huh? <laughs> binge watch. Well, I don't get a chance to do it a lot, so, you know, it is for me. <laughs> Yeah, me right. too. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Well, Natalie, let's start off the conversation tonight by um, you you just introducing uh, yourself to our listening audience. This is your first time on our show, so introduce yourself to our listening audience. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, how you got started in the beauty industry. Well, okay, um, my name is Natalie Spencer. Uh, You've already, you know, introduced me uh, by my name, but I am from Atlanta, Georgia. I like to say that I'm an original peach. If you are from Atlanta and you're original, you know, you must be a Grady baby. So I am a Grady baby. And uh, I've been in the industry for maybe, I want to say, maybe about 25 years or so, something like that. Um, Just getting started in, let's say this, I got started in 19. When I uh, actually took my first class um, on makeup, and it was with Gwyneth Mosby, and then I kind of took the wings, and I, I did a lot of stuff with her, and just you know, being humble and just wanted to learn the craft, and so I just knew this is something that I wanted to do because just looking at my mom as a young girl uh, growing up. That was the first, my first introduction, I would say, to beauty. Because my mom, mm-hmm. she would get up every morning doing her makeup and fixing her hair. But on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday, it was special because then she would really go in extra and doing with the fashion and all of that. And so I was very intrigued with beauty at a at an early, early age. Nice. Now, so you're a hairstylist. So when, at what point did you did you go to school to to get a license for hair? Well, I actually went to cosmetology school back in ninety one, nineteen ninety one, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because throughout my high school years, I always knew that. I wanted to be in the beauty industry, but I didn't go right into the beauty industry when I graduated. I actually went and took um, a few courses in business and uh, clerical, you know, the record keeping and all of that. And I actually Mm -hmm. was a financial aid officer for about maybe four and a half years. And from there, I um, was a government site auditor for about five years. But... After that, I knew. I said, I'm just going to go ahead and go and follow my passion. And so, as a matter of fact, when I was a government site auditor, I my my supervisor actually took my job part-time just for me so that I could go to cosmetology school because in my interview, he asked me, where did I see myself in five years in fact? Oh, wow. And I told him that, you know, past five years I didn't see it. And he just kind of looked at me, and this is when he was interviewing me for the position. <laughs> and he said, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want to I want to be a cosmetologist. And he just looked. And he said, oh, okay, I guess somebody has to do that too. I said, yes. And so he was very <laughs> instrumental in taking my job when I decided that I wanted to go. I was three years in. And he took my job part-time, and I went to night school. And from there, once I graduated, I finished up. But once I got to that five-year mark, 
with the company, I didn't want to renew my contract. And I just went full head, full force into cosmetology. And from there, um, I, I kind of get bored a little easy. So I mm-hmm. wanted to do something that was going to add to my craft. And I knew I wanted to do makeup. And so I was introduced to uh, Gwyneth Mosey, and that's when I started doing makeup in the year 95. So here in 91, and in 95, it was makeup. I was introduced to it. How was that transition from, you know, your, your job when you didn't renew the contract and so now you're out here um, basically on your own now. How was that transition as far as um, you trying to get clientele? How, how did you make money? Um, how, what was that process like? Well, really, I was blessed in this industry. industry. I've, I've really been blessed because when, again, I had that steady income with the government. And so Mm -hmm. by me still working for the government and going to school at night, you know, you're in cosmetology school, you build your customer base because clients are coming in to get their hair done. And just ironically, uh, fortunately enough, once I graduated from cosmetology school and I got on with the salon working part-time at the salon because I went back to full-time working as a government site auditor. But the clients from the school actually followed me. So I actually had a pretty nice clientele, and I was thinking once I decided to just go full force into Mm -hmm. cosmetology that, of course, you know, it was a little fear in there because, you know, you want to be successful. And now it's Mm -hmm. just, I'm leaving that cushion, but I actually ended up needing to hire two assistants once I went full-time. So I really have been blessed in the industry. I've never had to really go out and um, pass out cards because everything has always been word of mouth. So I've just been Mm -hmm. fortunate in that area, but, you know, my my um, hands off to the ones that go out, you know, and they're grinding. But, um, you know, I've just been really fortunate in that. So it was a really smooth transition for me. I'm thankful for it. Nice. Now, Atlanta, um, I'm trying to think, maybe right around that time when you were starting with makeup, um, and, I'm, and I may have my dates off. But, you know, there was LaFace Records and all of the groups that were coming, you know, or based here in Atlanta, the groups that were at LaFace, the music industry scene, the music videos. Where did you fit in in all that? Well, again, I was actually studying up under Gwyneth, so she started sending me out. Um, and you know how you have that fear? <laughs> you going out, it's like, you want me to go do this artist? And so... She sent uh, me out, and I had to really talk to myself because I had to think about, um, you know, not just from her her name, 
And, you know, I wouldn't say if you were not ready. So and she started to send me out. I was assisting her, you know, on jobs. So she sent me out to do, I don't know if you guys remember this group, A-Town Players. So I assisted yeah. her, and one day I assisted her with Escape, and then she sent me out to do A-Town Players on my own. And A Town players had the big hit. Um, I think it was what's up, what's up, what's up with the bankhead bounce. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she sent me out to do um, Eight Town players, and there was this other popular group. Um, I think it was this and that. So she just started sending me. I started out with uh, doing a lot of rappers. Um, then I started graduating into like the. Um, the um, hair publishing game, and still doing, you know, rappers. I um, was I did so in uh, Candy's. Well, I did so lay on the. I think it was four. Uh, was it four, five, six? That video. Um, JT Money. You know, all of those. And then we're coming. You know, getting further on down uh, with the Sierra, um, Raven Simone. So. I, you know, just kind of grinding, you know, just doing the grind, trying to, you know, make a name. And once I got into the books, publishing, I got really heavy into hair magazines. So um, that's when I started marketing myself as Nap to Buy. You know, once you get into that, then it just became, it really just became word of mouth, and it just really, really took off for me. So when you got into the the publishing game, were you were you doing the the hair and makeup for for the magazines or were you actually publishing the magazine? Well, um okay, two two folds. I actually was doing okay. the makeup and I was marketing myself as a makeup artist. No one even knew that I did. And I kept it that way, so I strictly just really wanted to, you know, market myself as the makeup artist. And then when I was doing hair, I had my clientele, so I was comfortable with that. And from there, I I met my and so he actually introduced me to the hair magazines because he was actually publishing. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Real Styles. Hair mm-hmm. real styles for real people, and then I was doing a lot of black sophisticated, and so I was really heavy in into that arena. And then once we opened up our salon, we started marketing the salon, and then that's when I started doing hair. But because I was doing other people, uh, other celebrities' hair, some celebrities' hair, and I was doing Gwyneth's her hair. She started recommending me to other people doing their hair, and they will always say, "You mean Natalie, the makeup artist?" Because they were really surprised. Mm -hmm. I never, I never ever marketed myself as a hair with makeup, and it was two reasons for that. Because sometimes, you know, when you're doing, you're doing a client. Um, sometimes you really don't want the headache, or I didn't want the headache of the hair and the makeup. 
But I found that actually it was a plus because they're just hiring one person versus two. So, you know, I would get hired for, you know, both hair and makeup. So, you know, that's how I just kind of eased, you know, my craft, my full craft into it because you guys know sometimes you're on the set and you're all, you're everything. You are wardrobe Mm -hmm. stylist, hair, makeup, you're everything. Set designer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, you know what, that, as you were leading up to that, I was thinking of this question, so I'm glad you um, said what you said. So with that being said, you know, you're being able to do makeup and you're being able to do hair, and a lot of times people, when they hire, they want to, for budget reasons, they want to hire one person. So my thing is, for those out there who are listening who do both hair and makeup, what do you say to that? when they want to hire one person to do both hair and makeup, but they really only want to pay you for one person. You know what I mean? Like sometimes if you're going to pay the makeup artist $400 and you're going to pay the hairstylist $400, that's a total of $800. But when they get one person, they may only want to pay you $500 to do both things. What do you say about that? How should a a person who does both go into – you know, when they're talking to someone about a job and, you know, do you give them a rate that covers both jobs or how do you handle that? Well, I guess, and that's a great question. I first um, look at how I'm marketing. You're starting out um, and you're trying to really build your brand, then, of course, you're going to have some some cuts, you know, in in what you would ask. But one thing that I find that in in this era, you know, with with the new and up and coming um hair and makeup artists, that I respect their grind, but sometimes, you know, like I teach at um the makeup school, Gwyneth Mosby Makeup Academy and uh, we try to teach the up and coming is that you're gonna have to give a little to, but you want to see the big picture. So right. if they're trying to, let's say, just like what you, four hundred dollars for makeup and four hundred dollars for hair, then at least you want to negotiate in the middle. Some sometimes you and you got to ask them their budget. Because sometimes you can right. lose the job because you want to price yourself too high. And it's not that, right. you know, you're not worth that. But if nobody knows who you are, you know, you right. ask for that. So it it really just depends on where you are. And then it, you know, and what you're getting, it depends on, who you're doing, you know, what you're doing. If you're doing someone and you're like, oh, man, I would love to have this person, you know, for my book, or I would love to have this person on my resume, then, you know, and you're just getting started or you even been in for a couple of years, you still want, right. you're still building. So you got to right. be able to negotiate and not just come in like, okay, I want to be right here. Right now, I want to be right here where this person is, but you don't know what that person did to get there. 
And so, although, right. you know, I respect the grind of the coming, because we can all learn, we're, we're the, the veterans and the up-and-coming, the newbies. You know, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to learn, you know, from each other. Because the grind right. is the grind. The grind is the grind. It's the same. It's just a different way. And so, you know, I would just say where we are now, just if you're just starting, you're going to have to be able to meet in the middle, you know. And then it just depends on how it is to you because they might even just say, I only have a budget for 400 I only have a budget for 500 What are you, how important to you? Mm-hmm. Right. Day rate, but you know, day rates change. It just depends on where you are and what you want, what you're willing to do. That's so true. Yeah. Because but you, 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 you say don't low, low ball yourself because, you know, you right. want to keep it. If you go too low, then, you know, that's what people will be expecting that they could always do that to you. But just set a, set a goal for yourself, set a pace. I know um, when I first started out, it was like because I was grinding and I was always doing somebody's face, trying to um, perfect my craft. So, you know, I would get with the photographers. We used to do test shooting stand. Um, I don't know about so much now, but, you know, get with the photographers where you are giving them makeup, but also you're able to get shots and you're able to see um, your craft, what you, what your work looks like and what you need to improve on hair and makeup. You know, with what the books taught me is how to be a finisher in hair because all every strand has to be in place, you know, um, and the same with makeup. How You know, it, it teaches you how to really blend and be clean and, you know, just it shows you what your work looks like, you know, and what you need to improve on. With makeup, you can go heavier or you can come, you know, go a little lighter. So, you know, you just got to be always trying to improve your and the better you get, you know, you're getting your name out out there and then you start to increase your, your prices. Right, right. Now, what do you what do you think about? Because you mentioned something about like the newbies, and and I'm just wondering what you think about um, like some of the newbies. Like when you hear people in conversation and they're talking about you know work creating, how do you want to work for like you don't? It sounds like a loose. Yeah, you're going in and out. Okay, we lost her. Uh, she'll call back in. But in the meantime, what are some of the changes that you've noticed? In your, you know, did you know what she was asking? I think she was asking about the newbies. What did mm-hmm. I think about the 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 um, newbies? Uh, the up and coming yeah. versus the um, the veterans. I think, I think one minute, you know, that that. you can explain it okay. right here. Let's see. Okay, what was your question again? 
Okay, sorry about that. This uh, horrible uh, AT&T phone reception. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I was asking him was talking about, uh, we were talking about the newbies earlier, and I was wondering, like, what do you think about when some of the newbies say that they don't want to work for free? Like, they don't see the big picture that you were referring to earlier. Like, you know, they don't understand um, – you know, not necessarily like just lowering their price because they're new. Like they, like I've, I come across people now who don't want to do anything for free. Like I remember do, doing like, um, uh, just doing um, like, oh God, what is it called? Doing, uh, I would do little movies like it would just like two days or like on a weekend, a Saturday and Sunday, for like up and, up and coming producers, or up and coming directors, and I would. Do, you know, do the, do their movies that were just like two days a week, maybe two weekends in a row for absolutely nothing but meals. You know, I would spend my own gas driving. I would, you know, I would spend my own money on makeup, and I would do their movies just to get the experience. And some of these same producers and directors are now directing some of the biggest movies that you see at the movie theater today directing some of the hottest television shows that you see on TV today. Some of the same people that I came into the business with and are still working, but I worked for them for free just to help them on their projects. But some of the newbies nowadays don't want to do that. Exactly. And um, that's one of the things that I, that I always tell, you know, up and coming makeup artists that we teach at the school, you know, that get with the up and coming the up-and-coming photographer where you guys can grow together. And it's just right. like you said, you did some for free, and look where they are now, but also look at where you are, you and Denise. So right. it, it pays off. And the thing that I see is where it is a social media because, I mean, anybody can wake up today, wake up. And you know you're a professional. You know you can wake up and you are see stuff. You know, so that's the thing that I see now because it's all about. Well, I have this many. Lights. I don't. I don't necessarily have to do anything free. Um, we get makeup artists that come to the school all the time and say, you know, they're makeup artists, but they always uh, with a totally different mindset. Because it's like everything that you think you know, it goes out of the window. And, again, still, just because you have a whole lot of light, you know, you're dealing with a lot of filters now. So um, I think I spoke with you guys about this before um, at PMAC where, you know, it's everybody looks the same on on um, Instagram, Facebook. You know, the makeup, it looks the same. Mm-hmm. And that is not how God designed us. We don't look the same. We don't have the right. same brows. We don't have the same. We just don't look the same. But the makeup on social media, I'm looking at it, and it looks the same. So, you know, right. they actually teach you about um, why you highlight and you contour. And, you know, they leave with a totally different mindset. And, but, have some that leave and they want to they want top dollar. But again, 
you you're going out there, and if people don't know who you are, they're not going to pay you top dollar. You know, so that's just a thing that I see. You know, the grind is the grind, but you do have. It takes a lot. Media, so the grind is there, but I just feel like um, the millennials and newbies need to actually give that respect and learn from the veterans. That's the foundation, but then also the veterans need to also pay the respect to the because you know we're we're learning new techniques you know, different things. So, right. but that's the main, the, the one key thing that I, I notice is that with social media, um, you just become a star overnight. And so because you have all these lights, whether you pay for the lights or not, <laughs> that's a whole other mm. thing, but <laughs> whether right. you pay for the lights or not, you become this overnight sensation. And so because in their head, they're an overnight sensation. They feel that they can go out and get top dollar. But then when you have a veteran come in and, you know, you're, you, you're putting the makeup against the veteran, it, it just it, you, it doesn't compete. Because, see, you have filters and the veteran doesn't. So, you know, but we both should be able to learn from one another. That's just the thing that I see as, you know, it's a blessing, but then also it could be a curse as well. Right. Right. What I was going to ask is what are some of the changes, because I know social media is is an obvious one, but what were some of the changes that you've noticed in the industry, both hair and makeup, from when you first began over about 25 years ago to now? Well, um, praise God, no more slides. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with the slides or the, um, you know, the Polaroids, anything like that. You know, everything is uh, digital. So, you know, that's a big change. Um, even with with hair, the movement, that natural movement came along because once these ceramic irons hit the market, then we found that because of the moist heat, you know, you can go longer before relaxing that hair. And I've never been that stylist that um, relaxed because all hair doesn't need to be relaxed. So, um, I could do a texturizer on it, and so once the once the the uh, moisture heat hit with the ceramic iron, and it showed you that okay, I can go a little longer. I can stretch the relaxer out. So then it's like, well, if you could stretch the relaxer out, let's why why not just take it all the way, you know? So then you started seeing that wave where a lot of people were coming out of the relaxer. And then um, a lot of a lot of us started even embracing our natural texture because you didn't realize what texture you had because you had you know you were always in relaxer. So it's just been uh-huh. a great movement in that you know coming out of 
the Marcel irons, you know, the heat. Now, I've visited some salons where I still, especially when I go in and educate on a product, I still mm-hmm. see some, some ovens. <laughs> I still see some <laughs> ovens, you know. Uh, some people are just not going to get away from it because you do have clients that still, you know, some people don't change. So you still got to be on those things. You know, some people don't like change, uh, especially if you're going to have a clientele um, like that, a variety. So, you know, you're going to have to have those things. So it's just, you know, it's, right. a nice, it's, a, it's a change. It's a nice change. What do you think, um, in your opinion, what makes a great makeup artist? What makes a great makeup artist? You know what? I think about um, a great makeup artist, a great a great makeup artist, one that has a beautiful heart, one that's going to um, have all of her tools. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure you have all of your tools in place. You gotta be professional. And I say having all your tools because, again, we talked about it earlier. A makeup artist, you you become everything. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure that you have all of your tools. You want to make sure that you are on time. You want to make sure that you are very professional, um, with, which lines up with being on time. And, you know, you don't go in... A lot of makeup artists, they always go in, I want to do celebrities. I want to do celebrities. And that's great, but everybody that sits in your chair, even if it's a hairstylist, everybody that sits in your chair, uh, you should be treating them like a celebrity because Mm -hmm. celebrities, they actually come and go. And you're really, celebrity just, you're really celebrating the person. So they come, celebrities come and go, but those everyday clients, you know, they actually, they're the ones that really sustain you. So just really being able to treat everybody equal, um, I will say with celebrities, not going in for, um, you know, a makeup artist or a hairstylist, going in trying to, befriend them. You know, you're going in and you're doing a job. So, you know, celebrities have friends. Now, keep in mind if um, you happen to click, that's one thing because they do do small talk, but I'm just saying you going in and just being professional, you're doing a job. And if you um, happen to have longevity with that particular artist, then of course there is some type of bond that you're building, but just in that first introduction, you know, because first impressions are everything. So when you're going in, you're going in as a professional, um, being on time, making sure that you're clean, making sure that you're in in gear, you know, you're in wardrobe, um, and making sure that you are clean, making sure that you have all of your tools because you can run into a situation where you, I mean, you need the smallest thing. So, you know, just making sure you have 
everything in place and you look the part and you're nice. You're you know, you're you're nice. Um making sure that you connect, you ask questions, um even a question of, you know, what type of what are we shooting? It's just things that you need to know. Making sure um when when you're called for a job and you're asking questions, you get all of the information, you know, about the artist. So you don't want to go in blind. So you just need to uh just a professional. You're crossing the T's and you're dotting the I's. And you mentioned um you mentioned uh equip having all of your, you know, equipment. What are some things that you think are essential for every makeup artist to have in their kit? Ooh, that's essential. Well, of course you want to, you know, make sure you're you're going to have your palettes together. Have your your shadows, your your blushes or, or blushers. You want to make sure, you know, you're going to have, um, you know, your lipsticks, but you want to, in your foundation, your powders, but the types that you need in your kit, you want to make sure that you have um, your liquids. This most of the time you're water-based because you do have clients um, that that the skin is dehydrated and you're looking at it like the skin is oily, but, you know, it's the mm-hmm. skin is dehydrated. So, that's typically what the um, the liquids and the tint moisturizers will do. It will, you know, absorb um, the oil because it's hydrating the skin. You want to make sure you have your creams because with creams and liquids, uh, tint moisturizers, they're good for film. So it just really depends on what, you know, what you are, what type of job it is, what you're doing. So you got to make sure that you have, the um the type of the right type of makeup in there uh, you want with your shadows you want your matte your uh, matte finish and you want your creams because creams is really good with film and mm-hmm. you want to make sure that um you know your brushes are clean and you have some really nice quality brushes um, you're gonna need you're gonna need like natural hair brushes but you're gonna also need synthetic brushes. Um, synthetic brushes with liquids and creams, um, you know, with your powders, that's when you tend to need your natural tools because it, it holds the powder um, and it allows it to spread, you know, um, evenly without, you know, causing the the in the face. So, and you need to know as a makeup artist um, and as a hairstylist, uh, really cost the proper tools. Um, as a makeup artist, you need, um, you know, just like your your um, nose clippers. You need your tweezers because on a job, you know, you're going to have room. A person have, you know, nose hair showing, you are going to be the one that have to take it away. So you have to do all of those things. Uh, um, an electric... Um, you can have like an electric brow trimmer where you have those. So let's say you're doing a guy and you have hair coming out the ears, you know, the nostrils. You're going to have to do all of those. You're going to have to, um, you have a woman that you're doing and 
she has a little mustache. You know, you have to assume you're going to have to go to take away all of those unwanted um, hairs. You need gloves in your kit. You need um, and you and they're the because uh, everybody's every, so you have some people can't do. So you're going to have to make sure that you have um, um, the proper. You need like let's see what am I forgetting like essential uh, baby wipes are good because again if it's makeup on on their their uh, wardrobe then baby wipes are very good they're they're really good for removing the uh, the makeup along with uh, makeup wipe removers the towelettes you need uh, the cleansing. Towelettes because you're going to have some artists they don't want to leave with makeup on, so you you know you have to have those towelettes. Not to mention before you even you're going to have to cleanse the so you cleanse the skin. So you need things um, like those. Of course, you're going to need your um, falsies, a variety of falsies, uh, the false lashes. You're going to need the, um, of course, the glue. You just look little things like that you're going to need. So, and what I tend to do, I'll spend money, quality money on my brushes, my foundation, my powders, but in, in my pencils, but then like lip glosses, sometimes I might find a nice gloss um, for like 99 cents. So, you know, you it's going to be like a give and take, you know, with uh, how much money, you know, that you are, you will spend. You, you just kind of have a range with that. So, let's see. Did I forget anything? I'm just thinking I think about you. I covered your it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of things that your kid is going to have to have in your kid. You, and, and asking them about the job, you have your makeup kit, but then you need – your combs, you need clips because you got to move the hair back. You need um, the neck strips, you know, of course, your cape. You need a blow dryer. You need flat irons. You need all things. Yes. And with that being said, all those things you mentioned, you know, um, for those who are just starting out in the business, I wouldn't be um, so fast to run and get all of the popular, you know, all the popular eyeshadow, you know, palettes that are out or the popular lip colors that are out, you know, or running to the popular, you know, popular lines and brands that you see on Instagram. But all those essentials that you mentioned, like, you know, tweezers and nose hair clippers and, and baby wipes, you definitely need to build your bag with those kind of things. Sanitizer. You need sanitizer, yeah. 99% uh, poop alcohol. You need, um, like, your hand sanitizer. Then you need you need things like, um, it's just on the tip of my tongue, and it went away. Hey, <laughs> when that happened. Just think, just about your kids. You really have to start building, like, one at a time. Uh, breath cleaner, that's I was going to say, you need brush clean. So you need just a, a variety of things, but just 
just start, you know, build, just building as you go. Just if you see something and um, it's a nothing, you can grab that. Or even like for Christmas, start, you know, telling people to get you this and get you that, you know, and they will. You can build your, it's a lot of different ways to help you build your kit. But there are some things that you can, can see that cost little nothing and just, you know, really just start getting it and just start building. Absolutely. Now let me ask you now, is there like one dream job that you would really love but you haven't you haven't done it yet? Is there a dream job that you like or something that you would really love to do in this industry but you haven't done yet? Well, you know, let's see, on the, the hair end, um, what we're doing, we just started our, uh, my husband and I just started our own hair care line. And um, mm-hmm. so, so, and that's really, that's moving pretty quickly. It's um, color me crazy. And as far as the makeup end, um, the makeup end, I have something that, you know, um, as far as a product, that I want to do, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of, you know, working on that. When, when it, when it's right here, then I'll let you know and just be like, stay tuned uh, because this mm-hmm. is coming. But as far as working in this industry, I would say if I could do a maybe sitcom drama series, something like that, or even a movie. I've never done a movie. And before, I wasn't too sure that I even really just wanted to do that because I know the time that it takes. But I think I would like to do one to just say I did one. So I'm just kind of right. thinking like that. Just do one to say I did one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, because you know what my you specialty think? is really print. So I do I do oh, a lot that's... of print. Yeah, I do a lot of print work. So just to do a movie, um, that would be that would be good. Just to say I did it. Now, what kind of advice would you give makeup artists out there who who are interested in doing print? So again, just really get with up and coming. Um, and you want to have a variety, um, working with a variety of photographers, you want to um, not stick with one type of um, person. So you want to be, you, you know, you really want to spread yourself. You want to have, um, you want to do the ethnic groups, but then you also want to do, um, you know, Europeans and things like that. You want a diverse, you want some diversity, you know, in your catalog because you, as a makeup artist, you have to be able to work with all. So that's why it's so great to get with photographers because you're able to see exactly how your work looks on on print. You're able to see exactly what you need to pull back from, what you need to add, to and just start, you know, that way and start really promoting yourself. Uh, anything printed, um, get with 
catalog, get with um, hair magazines. That's really, that'll move you really fast. If you start getting uh, with hair magazines, start just um, get you a comp card. And or a lot of times now you don't even need the comp card. People are asking you, um, where can I go see your work? So, again, you have Instagram because, you know, people get to see. But the thing about that is you got to be careful about, you know, the filters, the cleanup. So that's why I like getting with photographers. And you old school, you get the print card, the comp card, I'm sorry. Get the comp mm-hmm. card, um, build you a book, because they really get to actually see. And when you start getting um, with work that's printed, you know, get that get that face of magazine, magazine, and then you're going to have to get two because you want to get the magazine, and then you want to get a magazine where you can tear the sheet out because those are called your, your tear sheets. And so some people still really want to see that because it's authentic versus with you sending them, you know, to a place like Instagram or, or you guys call it the Millennials IG. So, you know, you want them to be able to see your work on print, how it is on print. So getting with hair magazines, um, because when you go to, when you go, you look at these hair magazines, and when a lot of times getting with the publisher, they will bring you on to do a face. They might put mm-hmm. you on the spot and say, okay, I'm shooting this day. Come in and do a face. And then sometimes, you know, and on the spot. But then sometimes, you know, they'll just say, let me see, let me see your work. Then some places might still have you do a live model because they want to see your work before they actually hire you. So, you know, things like, um, you know, those are good. And then just depending on you want to escalate to catalog, and then you get with the catalogs that you want to work for and, you know, um, contact, start doing your, your, your legwork. You know, start doing your grinding to get on that way. But print, um, it was, you know, we did a lot of, I did a lot of test shooting with different photographers. So you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to just limit yourself to one photographer because you want to have a variety um, of styles in in your portfolio. And just start Mm -hmm. looking, you know. Looking at, you can, it's easy for you to now even Google up-and-coming, you know, photographers that you can right. get with them. Right. You know, it's it's pretty, it's, it's easier today to me because everything um, is really at your access versus in before, yeah. you know. Um, but like I said, the grind is the grind, but it, to me it just seemed a little easier for you to to be able to get to them, right? What would you quickly? What would you say is your style of makeup? Very clean um, beauty makeup. Very clean and beautiful. You know, I came up with Gwyneth, so that's who I studied under. So it's just very, very clean, very mm-hmm. just beauty makeup. Um, 
of course, you know, I've I've dabbed in the fashion. Um, I've I've um, done the dead people, all of that. You know, makeup. You can just really it's a wide range. But I know for me, I like the the print aspect, the beauty um, aspect of it. Mhm. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that, and I've done you know like. The um the film the film work as well with um commercials and things like that. But <laughs> my love, I would say, is print and beauty. Gotcha. Gotcha. And share with us what your definition definition of beauty is. Well, my definition of beauty is I would um, definitely say within a person that, again, I go with um, a great heart, a beautiful heart, because with that, then it's going to ooze out, you know, those things of, you know, kindness, um, respect, compassion, you know, patience all of those things um, that make up that because you can have a beautiful, gorgeous person on the outside, but if they don't have the inside that's matching up with that, then all you see is ugliness. Absolutely. So I would definitely say, you know, um, Starting with starting within, because on the outside, you know, we're doing makeup. We we're just really enhancing. We're enhancing what you have, but if you have it on the inside, then we we really see that. I think it come. I think it does come on the outside because, like I said, you can have a gorgeous person on the outside, but if that attitude isn't right. <laughs> you just like, ugh. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, Natalie, tell us where people can find you on social media. Well, you can go to, you can find me in, um, on Facebook at Natalie Spencer. And on IG is Spencer Natalie. And then Twitter is at Natalie Spencer. All right. And you can find us, uh, Beauty Talk Radio, at Beauty Talk Online on Facebook. And we are Beauty underscore Talk um, on Twitter, Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media here on Instagram. And you can find my sister and I under our names, um, Denise Tunnell on all social media platforms, Janice Tunnell spelled J-A-N-I-C-E, um, T-U-N-N-E-L-L on all social media platforms. Thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us tonight. We really, really, really appreciate you coming on on a Mother's Day. So thank you. Uh, thank you guys for having me. And keep, keep well, doing what you're doing. You, you guys are absolutely. doing great things. Thank you so oh, thank much. You so and much. This, this will not be your last time on the show, so <laughs> don't be surprised uh, if we call on you later down the road. Thank you. You got it.
All right. right. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Everyone, thank you for tuning in with us tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night, Natalie. Good night. Good night. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.